Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Devon Hour. I am your host, Devin. Today we have Naya. Naya's here. Hey, y'all. Back. <laughs> Very unsure if Macy's going to be stumbling in today. Yeah. She kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. I have no clue what's going on with her. Can you hear yourself? I'm trying to see. Hold on. I hear you. You're fine. Is it the is it the mic? No. Is it the headphones? It was it was just I didn't have the headphones going <laughs> all the way. And we have a special guest in honor of our LGBTQ month that we're celebrating for the Devon Hour. We have somebody from our LGBTQ group, uh, Prism on campus. Ashley's here. Hello. Yes. Super excited to be here. Yes. Um, I'm just happy that we're celebrating this month. I know it's not June, <laughs> but I kind of just had the urge to like do something very gay. Which is something very queer. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be really fun. And uh, also going forward for like next week, so we have Drag Queen coming on next week. And then we have Hudson Pride Connection Center coming on next week. So it's The so following like, week, the, not next week. The following week. So there's a lot going on. Thank you, Nye. Uh So yeah, very excited. So as we usually do, we start off with music. All the artists today are of LGBTQ or heavily have an LGBTQ fan base. So first, we're going to talk about Tinashe. Um, hey, sis. Shout out to Tinashe for her two new songs because we haven't been here for two weeks. Uh, so Die a Little Bit featuring Miss Banks, which is a bop. Naya, you like Die a Little Bit a lot, don't you? Yes, I love it. Yes, it's a great song. I feel like it's like back to Tinashe's roots, kind of like Aquarius vibes a little bit. I feel like it's like an evolution of Aquarius because I don't know what was going I always say this, like, I don't know what was going on on Joyride, but yeah, I'm excited about because that. Because Aquarius is a classic. Yes. And that's a fact. <laughs> um, then Touch and Go with Black, which is a bop. You heard it for the first time today. Slack. Slack. <laughs> Six Slack. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. I like it a lot. It's a slow jam. It's an R&B bop. I have to... I actually have to go back and listen to it because I heard it, but I wasn't hearing it mm-hmm. because of the setting that we were in when we were listening to it. You know, I forgot who walked in and really threw off. Was it Brian? I think he walked in and just threw off. Maybe it was Derv. I don't. I don't know. There was other conversation going mm-hmm. on in the background while the song was on, and you know, my attention span is like. Yeah. So yeah, and gotta go back. Speaking and of Tanache, tonight is a listening party in New York City that her. Devin didn't want to skip work for. He didn't want to call out. I did not. He should have called out. No, we could have seen Tanache. Ah! You should have called. And I actually out. had money to go to New York. Like, it could have been possible. We could have went to Dallas BBQs afterwards. Like, we could have had a whole entire night. Okay, girl, I'm trying to make a coin. <laughs> Not lose one. Yeah, not lose a coin. <laughs> okay, but it's Tanaje. Be serious. It's true. It's true, but it's fine. You know, no. it's no, fine. Catch fine. the next one. We'll catch the, if there is a next one. We'll catch the next one because her album's supposed to be dropping soon. Oh, Macy did confirm that she's coming, so she'll be stumbling in later. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out to Tanaje. But Excited the album for is confirmed. What songs for you? Yes. Oh, that's confirmed. what it's called? Yes. It's I think my favorite part of Die a Little Bit is, do you want to hear more? Yeah! I don't know why, but that's, <laughs> that's my part. <laughs> so yeah, so the album's coming out. It's supposed to be this month. So Like Thanksgiving this month? Like before Thanksgiving. So like next week. 
That's what I, that's what I'm assuming because nobody's dropping an album during Thanksgiving. That's ridiculous. Either either on Friday, this Friday, or, or next, next Friday. Friday. Don't be weird and drop it in the middle of the week. And she just signed to Rock Nation. <laughs> Brian's back. Uh, and he just signed to and she just signed to Rock Nation. She signed so, to Rock Nation, like management so she, wise, not musically. Oh, I was so good luck to you, Tanache. Um, next is uh, Frank Ocean. So, what song did you hear by him? In my room. That's not the one that I've heard. No, you heard DHC. I think DHL. DHL. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hear that one, but I heard in my room, and that one slapped. It was a cute little two minute interlude. Yeah, because if it's wait, let me just pull it up real quick. Because <laughs> I I was not feeling DHL. I heard it and I was like, Yeah, yes, DHL. Uh-huh. And I heard I. I like so I seen it was a Frank Ocean song, so I just put it like liked it. You know how Spotify is. You yeah. know how my Spotify is. I like a song and I probably never listen to it again. <laughs> but I was like hearing it, like it kept like it kept coming on and I was like, This song is mad long and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, Frank. So I would just skip it. So I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it or not. I'm leaning more towards I'm not a fan of it. Cause I just don't know what's going on. Maybe that's another. I have to revisit it. Definitely. Yeah. I am tired of like slow Frank Ocean. Frank I, has never given us like a, um, a upbeat song. He gave us someone with a little bit more energy on like Channel Orange. No, I'm not going to hold you. There are some songs. There's a lot of songs on what you gonna call it on Blonde. Even though you think that Blonde is really slow and it like I feel a like bedtime, you hate Blonde. <laughs> There's a lot of songs on here where it 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 is very uh not very upbeat but uh a it's higher like more tempo energy. Than, yeah than usual like nights the like the transition between the song because it's like two songs in one that transition it gets very loud to the point where I have to turn it down mm. and I still fall asleep on the album every time maybe you maybe we just I need to pick out the certain songs that you need to hear. Kind of like what we did with like Summer Walker, take the songs that we like out. Yeah, and okay. then yeah, I think that will work for you because there are some songs on Blonde where I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> like, there's like one I think it's called like Facebook, and I don't know if it's his mom or somebody, but she's in the background like, don't do marijuana. Most college students drop out because of marijuana. Blase, blase. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I just skip it. It just irritates me. But there are some songs where I'm like. I felt that, Frank. Mm. I felt it. I just want Channel Orange back. I think that was one of his most vibrant albums. Yes, Orange. I agree. Nova Kane and definitely slaps something different. That is a up. That is a up like a up. Yeah, for like a Frank song, it is yeah. upbeat. Mm-hmm. So it's like pyramids and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump was great. I knew he was Pilot Jones. <laughs> and Forrest Gump for me was like wow. This man is gay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because you're so buff and so strong. Oh, okay. But he I legit said you. it in thinking about you. So I was, when people picked it up in Forrest Gump and nobody picked it up in thinking about you, I was like, oh, okay. What did he say in thinking about you? Because every time he would say, oh boy, oh boy, like he was talking to a dude. D- yeah, that didn't click. So that then that flew over everybody's <laughs> head. Before his gump, I was like, "Wow, heard you loud and clear, Frank." Okay, <laughs> got it. 
Uh, and that was before maybe that's why he did it. He came out. That was before yeah. he came out though. It was like speculation, but he hadn't came out. I don't know. We love you, Frank. Yeah. Hopefully this next album slaps. Did harder. you see Drake get booed because they wanted Frank Ocean? Speaking of <laughs> Yes, I did. I said shout out to Drake for keeping his composure while being booed. But you know what's also funny? Madonna got booed. Oh, we're going to talk about Madonna later <laughs> on because I'm not dragging her, but that's a part of the queer news. Oh. Because I think it's hilarious. But speaking on that Drake thing while we're on the topic, um, people just simply did not want to see you or hear any of it. And I have, I understand. I mean, there was the one homeboy in the concert that was, like, bopping. Yeah. I think that would have been me, <laughs> honestly. Like, I don't care that Frank didn't show up. We got Drake. I think as far as, like, like for a concert, I would have been I would have been over the moon happy. Like, I didn't pay to see Drake, but I get to see Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I think also you're kind of foolish if you think Frank Ocean's going to come out of his little uh, den. <laughs> To come out to a Tyler the Creator a concert. concert to perform. No, huh? he was not. You played yourself. You did play yourself. But I understand why fans are mad because it makes sense for Frank Ocean to come out for a Tyler the Creator set rather than a Drake. Drake coming out was like what? <laughs> yeah, because Drake is like a bigger headline mm-hmm. than Tyler the Creator, but at the same time, I also think it was the songs Drake was playing because he definitely yeah. wasn't performing like a nice for what or like he song- didn't he didn't put. Yeah. Yeah, I seen the song he was performing. I was like, why are you performing songs off of, what was that, Scorpion. Views? Oh, Views. Yeah, it was Views. Views. And I was like, why are you performing this song? I was like, I don't even think I listen to Views. <laughs> <laughs> the only song that I know for sure off of Views is probably Child's Play and uh, Controller. And that's because that was 2016. And Grammys. Right? Is Grammys on there? I don't know Grammys uh, at all. Hurry. I know the song. I just don't know what album it was on. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Brian is in the dark staring at us like a, <laughs> like a proud father. <laughs> don't yeah, know he's why, younger than us. I don't know why Drake would come out playing a B-side, but sure, go off, I guess. If you're going to come out as a guest, like come out with the bops. At least give us headlines or something. Like Yeah, perform Crew Love because you don't like performing Crew Love, something from Take Care that kind of fits like Tyler's energy, but sure. Sure, you know, I would have booed him too, honestly, if you would have came out with the... I wouldn't have booed uh, him. I, I would have been like, I would like, damn, Drake, you could have did better, but <laughs> it's Drake at the same time. So I probably would have got over it quick, fast, in a hurry. It probably would have been something like that later on in the week. I'm like, damn, why did you, why did you sing this slow song for me, Drake? I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> where's, where's the bops at? Like, I get you. I get you. Uh, now, finally, is Dua Lipa, and she has a new album coming out, and she dyed her hair blonde, which I which I love. I low-key live for. And um, she has a song called Don't Start Now, and it's, like, very disco, electro-pop, so the gays are getting their life for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dua Lipa, excited to hear you, excited for some good pop music. I saw that flash. Are you for taking you. my picture? For free? Did you ask for my consent? Okay. And me in the background. <laughs> Stay in a ghost place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Dua Lipa. Boom. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going home. Uh, you can do you just... You just, I think you just scared him off. Nah, a low key. He knocked on the door earlier, like, like one of them, like, 
can I come in? <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing nothing for you. There's <laughs> not much privacy inside here. <laughs> Why are you knocking on the door? <laughs> and then you knew that I was the only person inside, like, the room. What are you doing? Come right, in. Right, right. Like a, like, a, like a child that don't know whether or not to enter. <laughs> like, I used to avoid, like, if my mom and, door was sh- mom and dad's door was shut when I was younger, I wouldn't bother going to knock on it. I was good for busting through the doors. That was me. I was nosy. Still am. <laughs> uh, so also another artist, uh, artist spotlight of the week would be the Sugar Babes. I've been listening to the Sugar Babes nonstop. <laughs> if you don't know who the Sugar Babes are, they were a UK girl group. Um, started in 2000. And fun fact, they went through four different lineups. So there's members that kept leave that left, and then they got replaced. So. Other than that, they created so many pop delectables. The songs are amazing. The albums are amazing. So I've just been obsessed for the past week. Um, Also, they came back. They broke up completely in like 2011. And then they came back in 2013 to a failed hit. And then (laughs) the original members. And then in 2019, the original members came back together. And now they're working on an album for the 20th anniversary of their debut, One Touch. So that's very exciting. Sugar Babes, another group that the gays in the UK just, honestly, they live for. They gave those girls six number ones. Don't know how. Um, Also, another fun fact, they sang the original version of Miranda Cosgrove's About You Now, which was a hit. So that's very, very fun. Shout out to the Sugar Babes. I'm excited for You keep saying this song is a hit. I do not recall How this do song. you not remember About You Now by Miranda Cosgrove? About you now. I'm trying to think about it. I feel like it Can was a hit. Can we take yesterday? Oh, that was a hit. Around. I'm not going to front. That was a hit. Every commercial <laughs> on Nickelodeon was that song. You know what? Not even going to hold you. I wasn't really a big fan of Nickelodeon to begin with. I watched iCarly, but I don't recall that being on commercial. Because you know what? I used to, when I knew the show was about to go on commercial, I would just flip over to Disney Channel. Because I'd rather watch a Disney Channel commercial than a Nickelodeon commercial. (sighs) Disney Channel commercials were more, like, interactive compared to, like, a Nickelodeon commercial where it was, like, the standard commercials that you see on like adult tv and then and then disney channel commercials only lasted like a minute two minutes it was yeah nickelodeon will be off for like 10 minutes (laughs) yeah like disney channel had control over the commercials that they were playing they had pass a play i used to i used to learn a new dish every time i watched it right pass the play and then they used to have like the the disney channel stars come in and cook food from their culture like brenda song was on there the whole entire time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly so it wasn't like it was more interactive and like brought down for me compared yeah. to nickelodeon where they was playing <laughs> whatever commercial they wanted to play yeah i don't know red lobster commercials yeah like i don't want to watch that <laughs> old spice disney channel i know they're going to play Clean. they're going to play a passive play a disney channel star might come on and say i'm such and such from such and such and you're watching disney channel a music video and then, boom the show was back <laughs> right on. I wasn't butthurt about... Or they'll tell you what show's coming on next. Yup. What movie's going to get played on Wednesday night. Yup. <laughs> what movie's coming on to... With, with Nickelodeon, it was always a... Yeah, I had the TV guide, but it was always a guess. Yeah. <laughs> facts. That was straight facts. Disney Channel had me on a routine. Like, I knew what I was getting. With Nickelodeon, it was like I got to wait all day for Nick Jr. to go off. Right. 
Or and then at nighttime, you want me to sit here and watch George Lopez fat head jumping across my <laughs> no, screen. I loved George Lopez, Money Man on the Front. It was my it was my show. Like <laughs> I would wait to stay up and watch it and be exhausted, but it was fine. <laughs> no, I used to wake up in the middle of the night in sweats and do, his do, head do, is do, bouncing do, around do, the screen. Do, 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 do. Get this man Who thought of their intro? Get like, this man off of my screen. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was Olorados. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> was we watching the same show? I believe so. Somebody pulled up that theme song, and don't give me copyright either. <laughs> are y'all are y'all searching for the theme yeah, song? I'm no, I'm screaming. Bri- Brielle sent me this uh, screenshot, and it says, "Do you y'all consider yourselves to be attractive? Be honest." And this person said, "I'm fine as I'm fine." It. You hear it? Yeah, that's, that's him a, oh, vacuuming. That's the janitor. Yeah, I'm fine AF in person and on the gram, but my ass shaped like a box Chevy, and my titties longer than a life sentence, and my personality bomb. Okay, Brielle. <laughs> she didn't say that. Somebody else commented that underneath there. Here we go. Should have pulled up the lyrics. Oh, a throwback. What was she saying? See? I think, wasn't it All My Friends Are Lowrider? Let's look oh. it up. Oh. He did have Remember a lot how of much, rider dies. how much she annoyed him? Yes. I, <laughs> she I'm was a whore. screaming at the way that video just paused. Because look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> did she get kicked off the show at one point? Like She wasn't on the show for like a season uh, or two. She wasn't gone. Go- and she came back like the last season. And we were just like, what? <laughs> the grandma was hysterical. Yes. Hands down. Yo, shout out to George Lopez. And Max was cute as hell. That's his name, right? The son? I believe so. Was it Max? Oh, black people made that song. Yes, I think they sang "Brick House." She's a brick house. Because they had, they were on the episode. Oh, once. all my friends know the low rider. Oh, it was a bop. The low. How would wake you up when you were sleeping? Is a little higher. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy, and I used to literally. <laughs> all, <laughs> I used to wake up in sweat, so. <laughs> For that to be on, I used to just be more creeped out. Like As a sidetrack, though, <coughs> what used to really creep me out while, while watching Nick and Night is when certain shows will have, like, those serious episodes, and they'll come on, like, oh, t- on tonight's episode, we're going to be addressing gun control <laughs> or, like, some n- something, like, crazy. And they, those used to freak me out. Like, I'll never get this one episode of Family Matters. There was, like, a house fire. And the show was, like, on a cliffhanger. Then they came back, and I woke up from, you know, like, a cold sweat in the middle of the night. And it was, like, all somber and dark. And I'm, like, and they started the episode off, like, on today's episode, we're going to be addressing, like, da-da-da. And if you need help, you need to call this number. Those used to creep me out Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Just play the show. Yes. Play the episode. (laughs) Get through the series parts. It was so creepy. 90s television was just creepy. Were you guys fans of ABC Family when it was still ABC Family? Oh, yes. Sad. Yeah. Rest in peace. Because <laughs> Freeform ain't hitting. It ain't hitting. It's not. Who? Exactly. Who? <laughs> Shout out to Pretty Little Liars. That show dragged. I'm sorry, but that show dragged. It should have ended after the fourth season. 
After the four. Not even going to hold you. After the first episode, I was so lost. I was like, I'm never watching this again. Well, I read the books. Uh, so I already knew what was <clears throat> happening. But there was, like, certain things that I did not like. Um, like, Emily in the book, she was supposed to get with a dude. After dating one girl, she was supposed to go back to a dude because she was bisexual mm-hmm. in the books. In the show, she was just, I guess she was just lesbian on the show. I think so. I think. So I thought that was kind of, And yeah. in the book, she got pregnant, too, which was. <laughs> Which threw me all the way off, but sorry, I was more of a the secret life of American teenager type. Hated that. That was my show. Hated that. You couldn't tell me I was going to marry Ricky. Switched at birth. I hated it too. Didn't care about that. But they were deaf. But just read everything. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, a whole tangent about television, but we'll get to Disney Plus later. Which is exciting. Um, but yeah, let's get to our main topic today. We have a special guest, as I said early on, from Hello. Prism. Um, Ashley, thank you for coming on. Macy sh- sorry, oh, Macy should be stumbling in here soon. Okay. She's going to have to pull up that soon. chair. Yeah. Hello. Super honored to be here. Thanks for <laughs> inviting me. Um, yeah, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about Prism. Because okay. I know you're one of the founding members. Yes, so I am one of the founding members. Um, it's me and a couple of other dudes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, other dudes. It was me and like three guys. It was really, really funny how this all came to be. Um, all divas. All three no, of them. all freaking divas. <laughs> it's insane. Um, basically, our like founding, founding member, like Pat, he came to this idea and he was basically like, LGBTQ, like the population at this university have no representation, have no voice, have hardly any, like no light is shined on them, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, awful. And he wanted to create this club that people with members could actually go to. It's during the day. It's during school hours. You know, it's not um, people don't have to meet super, super late at night when like we're a commuter school. It's unrealistic, you know, and he wanted to shed light on the community and he wanted to also do things for the community, you know? Mm-hmm. Cane, uh, our Kane campus, we're so involved in so many other things, and he wanted to bring that light, and he wanted to make sure that Kane University knew that they do have an LGBTQ an LGBTQ presence on this campus, and yeah. they wanted to make it, like, appro- not not appropriate, but, like, they wanted just to, like, get people involved. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Like, before PRISM, I thought that the LGBTQ representation was just unreachable. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, because, it was because like with the other club, like it would happen at night, and a lot of people were not able to go because it was like Monday nights. People have night classes. People they are on duty. Like people they have work. Like people they, don't live on campus. People just simply don't live on campus or have time to go. Like it's just seriously, like, people are already gone that. by that time. Exactly. So it was very important to have something at least during the day. Previously, we did have a club during the day, uh, Equality for All. <laughs> oh, I heard about that today. Yeah, so it was it was a, a hot mess. Like, a hot mess? It was a hot mess. Like, um, And it was wasn't as organized, and I don't think they had, like, a leader. Like, how, like, with prison, we have Pat. Like, we didn't have Pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there was, yeah. there was nobody like Pat. So it was just very, very, very important. Um so, like, just piggybacking, like, off of all that, like, how is it for you to see, like, the community really come together with PRISM? 
It's really awesome. It's really awesome going to meetings every week and seeing how small we were at one point to how mm -hmm. big we are now. It's crazy because we have our voice, you know, we found it and Kane recognizes that and that's amazing and that's all we ever wanted. All we ever wanted was to give people in, the com in those various communities a voice. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to, we, we wanted inclusion, we wanted a home, you know? And I feel like we finally have that and we're just growing and we have so many more things planned up for the semester and for the future years. Um, I'm super excited and hopeful for this org. Mm -hmm. I know being a founding member in my senior year, it's super, um, it's super like heartwarming because I'm gonna graduate and I'm gonna like still see everything happen. And all, so, all of you guys are seniors. Yeah, we're all so seniors. So that's wild. Yeah, we're all, we're all heading out. So um, we're just, we want this uh, club to continue. We mm -hmm. want it to grow. We want to see like what we build, like stay strong for years and years to come. Yeah, because when it first started, I remember I was at the first ever meeting. Yes, yeah, I remember. It was us four, it was, it was you four. And then yeah, it was, it was me, us four. <laughs> and then it was I forgot who else was there, but it was it was a small group, and I was like, this is really really cute. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, for me, it was great to be a part of something where I'm not the leader of it. So <laughs> it was yeah. amazing, and just watching Pat because Pat has grown a lot. Yeah, like, oh, Pat I has love grown him so much. So just watching him from like the beginning into now, I think all of you guys, honestly, like, the cohesion with the group is honestly just spectacular yeah. so just seeing the growth from like the first meeting of this semester where it was like like i, I would say like 30 heads were in there. yeah it was crazy it i was walked wild. in and i was like damn like like did we bring enough chips like, <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> when i tell you i had to walk back and forth to get chairs yeah, yeah. i was like i'll just stand it's fine <laughs> yes that's awesome so who came up with the name prism Pat did actually. Really? So Pat came up with the um, the name. I came up with our logo, mm -hmm. and then Matt and Darius came up with like our core and essential beliefs and values, and then all collectively together we made like our constitution in a way. Constitution. No, 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 oh, like, y'all fancy. Like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> the radio station need to get on their level. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like our just like uh, what we stand for, you know? Yeah. Like we want to promote like advocacy and like community service and do all these things that. Kane University does. We just want to be involved in it, you know? And yeah. we don't want to just be like those, those are the, the, we don't want to be like those queers or those gays. Maybe we're just going to be students. Yeah. We just want to like have our, have our fun. Yeah, y'all presence is like, from what I see, y'all presence is seen, but it's very, also very subtle in the mm -hmm. same sense. So yeah. it's not like, oh, there go all them gay kids over there doing yeah, whatever they're that's doing. That's exactly what it's we don't like, want. Like, we don't want to be those obnoxious gay kids. We just want to. Just like, we just want to exist. Literally. We just want to, like, <laughs> be chill and, like, be involved. Like, invite us to things. You know, we're always down. And I feel like that's what the attractiveness comes in. Like, it's not super out there. So people who oh. aren't, like, necessarily open Absolutely. Or, or out, for that matter, they could go there and be comfortable with knowing that they're in their community and not everybody's, like, targeting them, which I think is, like, awesome. I think that's one of PRISM's, like, main points is the fact that we Ooh, that always way. say in every single meeting that... You may be out in these four walls, but you may not be outside. Yeah. You may not be out, like, on the outside. Exactly. So any person can come in and kind of just vent to us. And we understand that if we see them on campus and if we know that particular person isn't necessarily out yet, like, you don't out them. Like, you don't mm -hmm. disrespect them like that. Like, you respect their privacy and you respect who they are as individuals. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure you got the whole spiel about a safe space, right? Yeah. So Pat mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> so can you just explain to the viewers what a safe space is? So a safe space is ba it's a safe space yeah. basically. Um, you can talk about anything you want. You can vent. You can rant. Whatever is said in there is kept in there between mm -hmm. members, which it's just just confidentiality. You know, like we're 
opening up each other's lives and our hearts and like our past and that shit's not easy exactly 100 percent um so what <laughs> oh macy's here <laughs> hello everyone <laughs> no these headphones on this wig is terrible <laughs> Mind your business. Just left the hat on. Mind your business. You look like you got electrocuted. Mind your business. business. You stuck your fork inside the the socket today. Anyways, hello everyone. Y'all, she look wretched. It's okay. No one can see. It's fine. (laughs) I can see. Well, close your eyes. Next time, come in here with a better wig. Close your eyes. Because I see you still got my hat slapped on your head. (laughs) Yours must not be acceptable neither. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so anyway, it's back to the conversation at hand before Naya interrupted. So what are the what are the roles in prison? Show up, be cool. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about like the head roles. Oh, hello. Um, definitely be there for like the greater good mm-hmm. and for the greater purpose of the communities and what we've like what the community's been trying to do for mm-hmm. decades now. You know, like it's crazy to me that. It's still like some cultures are still so unaccepting yeah. of this. Like that's crazy. And that's that's what we want to shed a light on, and in the sense that we want to just grow, want to improve, and we want to just make it normal. Like not normal, but just I don't know, kind of like give re- more visibility. Yeah, and like remove yeah. the stigma behind it. Hundred percent. Remove yeah. the stigma. Like, like you see me, and like I'm here, and like you can like you can't look at someone and be like, oh, you're gay. Oh, you're straight. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. So that's what we want to get rid of, and we just kind of want to like say, "Hey, yeah, like we're here, we're queer, and like we're living." Exactly, and I'm I actually am like surprised by Kane of how like gay friendly actually kind of oh, is. Yeah, we were really shocked at how open it was. I guess someone just kind of needed to break that barrier and like make that first step, and like shout out to Pat. Because- yeah, like really nobody here cares. Like I haven't seen anybody really care about mm-hmm. anything LGBT. Well, that sounded bad, but like. Like, nobody really cares about, like, seeing an LGBTQ couple or, like, mm-hmm. anything here on campus. Like, everybody's chilling. No one's complained about it. Nobody's complained about it, exactly. Well, not to our faces. Absolutely. But you could keep that behind closed doors if you want to. Yeah. But, yeah. What programs have you done with a prison so far? We have done... We actually just finished our tampon drive, and it was a great... Which was time. a success. No, I, I got yes. a coupon. It was a great success. Our <laughs> tampon drive was amazing. Um... For the listeners who mm-hmm. don't know about our tampon drive, um, if you guys don't know what the pink tax is, the pink tax is that some states in the U.S. have an extra tax on on tampons, pads, and all um, necessary um, menstrual products, which I think is bogus. Yes. Because we don't choose to have those. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so we just <laughs> wanted to... Sh- sorry, rant. <laughs> we wanted to shed light on that because people need pads, people need tampons, mm-hmm. and... Some people in prisons and shelters, like they don't have access to these common like hygiene products. And we we did a week a week long drive, and we've I think we uh, raised over like four hundred pads and tampons, and then like couple couple hundred dollars in like money wise, and that was amazing. We did that. Um, we actually have one coming up next Wednesday, in honor of all the transgender individuals who were mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. this past mm-hmm. year. Kane University is actually holding a vigil. For them, oh, and wow, yeah. look at Keen. I know <laughs> something right for the first time. A vigil for all those all those lost souls, and I know Prism is um, co-hosting uh, a screening of the movie 
Marsha P. Yes. Marsha P. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Icon. (laughs) Legend. Yes, they're showing it in the new new upper that night from 6 or like 8 to 9, I believe. And Prism and Pride, they're co-hosting this event, and I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so – it's going to be a super heartwarming event, and it's going to be a necessary event. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so What is the date of that? Do you know? Wednesday. Wednesday? Wednesday, October. It's – November. Sorry. 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 Wednesday, November. It's next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. That's really, really The 20th. Because the 21st is Sharon's birthday. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Sharon. (laughs) That's Um, very important. I'm happy mm -hmm. that Kane is doing something like that. Shout out to Pride and Prism coming together. Yeah. And showing somebody as important as Marsha P. Johnson. If y'all don't know who Marsha P. Johnson is, I think I should do like a like a specific Black LGBTQ month for this show. Mm-hmm. Just do like educational mm-hmm. like podcasts on different figures in the community. But Marsha P. Johnson, she really was a massive advocate for the LGBTQ community in the '60s, '70s. Where like speaking up, even today is still taboo. But like back in the day, where like it was unheard of. It was unheard of. It was unheard of, and it was not okay. And the crazy part is, these people had nothing to lose, so they were just like, "It is mm-hmm. what it was." So, Marsha P. Johnson, Sir- Sylvia Rivera, like they really like set the tone for the stuff that we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Also, if you don't know about the whole Stonewall situation, Marsha P. Johnson was rumored to throw the first glass at the at the glass uh, mirror. And just set the whole thing off. Cops were getting beat up, getting jumped. It was great. It was a lovely time in New York City. <laughs> AKA, she was that bitch. <laughs> yes. She was that bitch. Yes. So, shout out to Kane for even okaying that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't know why we have such, like, I don't know, bad connotations t- towards because Kane Because there's University. a whole bunch of other stuff that's wrong with this campus. Be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's up and coming. At least, like, the LGBT the LGBTQ community is finally getting that recognition that they've deserved forever, you know? Yeah. And it's awesome that, like, Pride and Prism exist. Mm-hmm. And they're going to continue to exist because Pride's never going to let it die. We're never going to let it die. Yeah. So how are you going to have this, like, go on in the future once everybody graduates? We're actually holding elections mm-hmm. for the incoming e-board. So our positions are up for grabs. And we're just going to be here as mentors and as guiders for this club and I want to see it succeed. I want to see it grow big. I want to see it do great things. Um, I'm actually in the works of trying to reach out to a couple of schools in Union County and some schools. I know New Jersey high schools have GSA, I think Mm -hmm. it's called. And we're trying to go um, out to some schools and just talk about going to college and being in the queer community and maybe you're out, maybe you're not, and kind of seeing like how that's going to be because high school students are the ones that are the most scared. Yeah. Of coming to college because it's like, I'm not going to get accepted. People are going to think I'm weird. People Mm -hmm. are going to think that this isn't okay. How do I do that? How do I go to school? How do I get my education? And it's crazy because all those things that I just said shouldn't matter Mm -hmm. when where you go to school or why you go to school, you know, because it's who you are. So that's in the works. Um, That's really great. You're reaching out to the babies. Mm -hmm. That's very important because I do feel like that going to college kind of does – like, people didn't view college as, like, a space where LGBTQ could be comfortable and mm-hmm. live free. I think everybody just assumed that college is just a straight people's fest. Like, no, literally. So it's great that, you know, you, you you are reaching out to these high schoolers and showing them, that okay, there is a safe space if you do yeah. come to Kane University, mm-hmm. at least. <laughs> and so a lot really of state good. schools have um, clubs like Prism. I know Rutgers is huge. Rutgers they is have like, a whole, like, like a org. They have, like, a whole, like, I think they have, like, a whole building dedicated yeah. to, like, their LGBTQ presence yeah. is kind of like a safe zone for them. 
Um, they legit have a whole org. Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole house. Letters and all. Yeah. They're on it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, but, yeah. We're growing. That's really, really good. So, let's talk about you. Oh, me. Fine. Yes. Love talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Note the sarcasm. <laughs> um, so, how do you identify? Um, as of right now, bisexual. Mm-hmm. Still figuring it out. I like that answer. As of right now. As of right now. Who bisexual? knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Things could change. Things can change, definitely. Yeah, so was like was coming out for you like hard? Definitely because it didn't happen till college and mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things where life kinda just happened in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where like people are always like, Oh, I knew when I was five and I'm like, I didn't at all. <laughs> actually. No, I found out I realized it when I was nineteen. So, um it was just really interesting and this is the part where I shout her out. Um, my girlfriend, Lou, actually mm-hmm. was the, the first girl I'd ever been with. And it was super interesting. And I was so confused. And I was that person that I was like, I don't know if I could, like, do this with you. And she would always be like, why? And I'm like, because I don't know. And then I realized that, no, like, I wanted this person not because of her gender, but because of, like, who she is and, like, the heart. And I feel mm-hmm. like that that's what comes down to it all. At the end of the day, like, sexuality and gender, those are all, like, terms it comes down to heart and it comes mm-hmm. down to personality. And I think I really like the fact that you're at the head of prison because there isn't a lot of like visibility for women within our community. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like all at the head of all these organizations or at the head of all these movements, it's nothing but dudes just running it no, still. Literally. So I'm happy that you're at the head of something. You're really like calling the shots and you're yeah, being I'm that, that representation. one girl with three dudes okay. on Evoid. <laughs> yeah, and you're really like you're really going off. Like, you're, I think you're, like, the glue. <laughs> you're the cohesion. I'm the cohesion. <laughs> it's so funny because they're all such divas, and I'm always the person that's like, all right, let's reel it back in, guys. Especially Miss uh, Miss Maddie. Oh, we- Matt is a doll. He's actually a doll. Like, literally. Literally a doll. Literally. I love that kid. Yeah. He's amazing. But, um, you know, I think we're all just trying to figure it out. I think, and that goes for everything, like, including, like, sexuality and everything else in the world. Like, mm-hmm. We're all college students. We're all just trying to make it out here. <laughs> yes, like being a college student is hard enough. Like literally it's this so semester, hard. like this semester, I was like, "Yep, this is this is it." <laughs> like, no, literally. Why can I turn in these two weeks? Like, can I? <laughs> what can I do? Because it's just been hard. And then having to be LGBTQ on top of that is kind of like. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's just like, and it's crazy because. Some people think of their, um, how they identify as, like, a burden. Yeah. And I think that is the most, like, um, like heartbreaking thing I could ever hear. I could mm-hmm. ever, like, listen to someone talk about how they think it's a burden. And it's just the reason, like, prison exists and the reason, like, people who are friendly in our community exist is to be like, no, it is not a burden. Like, it is who you are. Embrace it. Like, mm-hmm. live it. Love it. You know? But it's not easy. And it takes oh, years. Oh, oh, right on cue. Oh, right on cue. Right getting started. Is New Delta Five tonight? New Delta Five. Not too loud this time. No, it's too cold. Right, it's too cold. They dragged themselves out there to do the little chant and said, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> they are quiet today. What night is it? Tuesday. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Anyways, I think that people in the LGBTQ community need more voice. Yeah. I think they need more visibility. Yeah. And more transparency. Oh, there it is. Spoke too soon. I know they're freezing. New Sigma Phi. Hmm. Is that the? <laughs> I know it. It's sad. 
<laughs> the, whis- the whispering is sending me. <laughs> Come through. Okay. It's the best when, like, you see them do the, like the, the, the little huddle, but they're yes. all like freezing and they're all like. Go. It's so funny. It's so they could have done it inside CA. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Either way, um, yeah, like whenever we, whenever I go to prison, some of the most heartbreaking stories I hear is when people talk about like uh, growing up in a small town, yeah. and dealing with religion. And, like, when we go to these programs, I feel like we really need to focus on those type of stories. Mm-hmm. And because these people really don't have a voice at all. Like, in these small towns within their religion, they really don't get anything. So Nothing I'm happy that PRISM really is that gateway to really get these stories out, out there. Even currently, for some of our members, PRISM is pretty much the only intimate connection they have to their to how they identify Mm -hmm. and it's wild because they leave prism and they 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 say that it's just a switch yeah you know prism is the only time that they can be their their true person because of other circumstances but i like it's just uh, like it's really disheartening but i that's why we're here and that's why we're trying to like advocate and make these communities so present and so visible and so transparent because coming from small towns Mm -hmm. it's it's already hard everybody knows everybody everybody knows everybody's business coming from various religious backgrounds that most religious backgrounds still aren't okay with lgbtq communities um and also like families can you imagine like having to hide that like everybody knows each other and then you have to really like work harder mm-hmm. to hide who you are like i can't yeah. people have to work 10 times as hard not only to be liked but to hide who they are so they have to create a whole entire new mm-hmm. personality and that is just like psychologically that is so tormenting and that causes so much damage mm-hmm. on the soul and the heart and that's where all the shame comes from and right. that's where all the disappointment comes from because a person can walk around all day and pretend to be someone they're not exactly. and then get home and then they feel like they feel really bad about who they actually are mm-hmm. because they spent all day lying exactly. and that's where that's where society gets it that's where society gets it twisted and that's where society messes up and that's why i feel like we need to really focus on the privilege that we have as well like acknowledge the, pri- the yeah. privilege that you have and use that privilege to help uplift others and you know be that visibility yeah. for them and be that person. I just feel like, be a good person. Exactly. And I feel like so many people are just irresponsible with their privilege. Like, you have to understand, like, even within the community, we have intersections. Like, not mm-hmm. everybody lives the same life. We don't have no, a, a linear, you know, way of being gay or, or being yeah. within the community. So, like, if you have that, that little bit of leverage, I feel like you really should be out there advocating for those individuals who Absolutely. don't have that leverage. So, And, and if you're someone who who can be comfortable Mm -hmm. and can be completely transparent like you can be a guide to people who aren't and you can be that you can be literally you can be their sunshine Mm -hmm. because they can turn to you and they can look at you and they can say how did you do it you know how did you get through this like i don't like and i feel like that's why people in the lgbt community they love each other so much because in some sometimes they really are the only people there for you yeah the only family and we have to, like, create our own families. Mm-hmm. I've heard it so much that I've heard my friends and my family. Like, I chose my family members because their biological relatives weren't as accepting. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. And all my, all my prison babies, I love you all. Yes. So, yeah, shout out to the whole entire LGBTQ Seriously. community on campus. On Everybody campus. who is just out there 
living their lives and being open and honest about who they are, that's honestly a brave and that's so brave and you should you should be rewarded for <laughs> like you should no be honestly just be congratulated because this is wild. It's wild to be out and be open. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. wild to be like openly and open and open with everyone. Exactly. With everyone, you know? Exactly. Like I know so many people that are only out to certain crowds mm-hmm. because they're they're the only crowds that are accepting. But think of a world where everyone just did their own thing and like no one cared. That'll be lovely. Just if no nobody cared. if nobody cared, nobody I could cared. be out there, you know, with the mans. Okay. <laughs> you know, not the trades, the the <laughs> Oh no, not the trade. Oh. I think if the world was just, you know, as free, there would be no trade. I think that's my arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think we all need to give a shout out to like people who've helped like mold um how like who we are and how we are now. Like mm-hmm. Like Marsha, like Marsha P, like people like those, like they've paved the way. Billy Porter. Yes. A person who's been out here doing it Mm -hmm. for a long time. And not a lot of people know because Mm -hmm. he wasn't on, you know, Pose back in the day. But even when he was working, like even before Broadway, he was advocating and fighting and doing all that stuff. So like those people really do need to get get that acknowledgement Mm -hmm. um, to the public. You really don't see them. Yeah. At, like, at these award shows, you only see, like, a, a select few. Like, they keep reusing Laverne Cox. We love Laverne <laughs> Cox. <laughs> but they keep reusing her. Keep, you know, there's the same people that you see all the time. It's very repetitive. Exactly. I and like, what's her name? Kamaya, Amaya Scott. She yeah, Amaya Star. Scott. Yes. Yeah, I love her. Amaya Scott's great. I love her. And the whole Pose cast, like, they don't even get the acknowledgement that they deserve. MJ Rodriguez. Yeah. A queen. Mm-hmm. Literally a queen. <laughs> a true queen. Stan. And just have not gotten any of the acknowledgement that she truly deserves. Like, an Emmy should have been well in her right, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Yeah. Because she plays the hell so. out, of, out of mom, okay? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I think it's those individuals who literally were like, we're going to be who we are and, like, not really care about how the public reacts. And these are public figures. Like, exactly. You are in the light, you know? Yeah. Like, it's really different to me. Like no one's gonna know. Like no one's gonna care what I'm doing. But like you, like an actor um, on Broadway, all of these famous individuals who have a fan base, and it's crazy because fan bases turn on you mm-hmm. when you're out and when you're in public, because um, they think of you as one thing and then you come out as something else, and it's like, well, like that's not okay anymore. But why isn't that okay? Exactly. So yeah, that's really good. So just tell everybody when they could. Uh, like the meeting days yes. and with the times. Please come out to prison. We'd love to have you. Um, open door policy, aka everyone is welcomed. Um, it's every Tuesday afternoon at King University in the library in the Human Rights Institute, actually, on the second floor. It's between the hours of 3.30 and 4.30. And just hop on, come on by. Yes. Thanks. I'll be there. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Thank um, you for having me. Oh, this yeah. is fun. Uh, so now we're going to play a little game. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so we are going to just, I'm going to just give you some definitions and you okay. tell me what identity within the LGBTQ oh, I'm gonna it is. I'm going to suck at this. Um, Naya Macy, this is also mm-hmm. your time to shine as well. Let's see what you know. Naya, you've been shocking me because you just be blurting out stuff and I'd be like, you know about that? I'm like, I'll never forget the first time Naya told, because she knew what trade was. <laughs> Before I even flew out my mouth, and I said, "You know what that is? <laughs> that was wild." And I remember, I think it was freshman year. You expl- you told me what top and bottom was. 
Naya oh, be see, knowing. I just learned Shuck. that stuff. Yes, through who? Naya be knowing. I'd be like, all right, let's get ready. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get some of the technical terms wrong. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry to all people listening. Okay, so I guess we could go easy. Yes, right? please. Uh, a person who is emotionally or sexually attracted to people of their own gender. Yeah. Gay. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Had to clarify. No. I'm... A person who is emotionally or sexually attracted to more than one sex or gender. Bi- yes. Bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear the whisper. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Yikes. Here we go, here we go. Uh, originally used as an, well, originally used as a slur, but now used as an umbrella term to do. De- to describe people within the community. Queer? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Look at that, look at that. Um, a person who experiences no sexual attraction to other people. Asexual? Yes. That's what I was gonna, okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> look at me getting a point. <laughs> um, a person who can be attracted to all different kinds of people regardless of biological, biological sex or gender, gen, wow, words or things. Or gender identity. Pansexual. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now here we go into these ones. The ones that really don't get as much visibility as they as they deserve. Um, someone who doesn't develop sexual attraction to anyone until they have a strong emotional connection. It's something about intellect. Mm-hmm. What is it called? <sighs> well... Um, <laughs> mind fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's called. If you're in this community, we all are sincerest apologies. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. Demisexual. Demisexual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. A person who experiences little or no romantic attraction to others. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Aromantic. Um, so now here we are into gender identity and expression. I'm just going to hit you with like probably four more and then that's it. We can get into, let me get this off my chest. Okay. Um, a person whose gender identifies differs from their sex. Gender fluid. Is this this gender fluid? This is not gender fluid. Um, trans. Yes. Oh, I'm that's so what I was dumb. gonna say. That's what I was thinking I was, of. I don't know I why. Like, thinking above it, like no, we're not. We're not just talking about. Yeah, that. I was yeah. thinking like too complex. <laughs> My brain fucked me over. Gotcha. <laughs> A person whose gender identity aligns with the sex that they were assigned with at birth. Cis. Gender. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, people who reject static, <laughs> conventional categories of gender. Gender fluid. Sort of. Uh, fluid, uh, conventional categories of gender and embrace fluid ideas of gender and often sexual orientation. These people are these people are whose gender identity can be both male and female, neither male or female, or a combination of male and female. Now I'm lost because. I thought it was. I thought it was. That's what I thought it was. Gender fluid. I didn't know they had a specific term. Gender queer. Ah. Mm -hmm. And lastly, 
Someone who doesn't identify with any particular gender. I know this. I know this. Um, gender fluid. No. <laughs> Yater. <laughs> shout no. out to Yater. But, yeah, shout out. A gender. A gender. Yes. So just slap an A in front of slap anything an that's that's well, you know your prefixes and your suffixes, darling. But A isn't one of them prefixes that just naturally come to brain, like mine. It's like whenever you see A in front of something, is like just no. Ant. Yeah. Basically. So yeah, there you go, Ashley. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank All right. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was great. That's Definitely cool. you should do another episode where we bring on, like, everybody. Oh, when everyone? all the schedules aligned. Yes, when all of our schedules aligned. It was just too damn cold today. Mm, yes, it was hectic. And shout out to Matt, because I know he was very, very sick. Yeah. Um, and um, Pat was busy. So Pat was in D.C. Pat was yes. living his best life. Living, Actually, yes. Pat went to a museum where they held the sewing machine that sewed the very first LGBTQ flag. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. He was there today. Oh, how much is that? I would like to purchase. It's not. It's just like in a shop. Just it's not like, for sale. It's in a box. It's very secure. Has a flag right behind it. That is so good. Like the first actually like original flag. Yeah, the first original. Like someone like sewed like the colors like together to make a flag. Honestly surprised that that flag is thriving. Because mm-hmm. I could just imagine that first flag being made and somebody just ripping it and like, I don't know, lighting it I love that the, sewing, that the sewing machine is, still, is thriving too because like that was used to create the flag, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just mm-hmm. the flag, it's like Who's the, the person process. that originally created that flag? I don't know, but it's on a little picture. It's on a little picture, Pat. Pat's, it's on Pat's social media. Okay, period. All right, so now we're, so thank, as I said, thank you so much for coming Have on. Have a great night. So we are going to go into a break, and then when we come back, there's going to be, let me get this off my chest. There's a couple things. Miss Summer canceled her tour. Oh, oh, we're going to get into her. We all knew it was coming at this point. Well, no, I'm we're going to... I got to take an 8 a.m. I really want to jump off a cliff. That was the only one available, too? I said, wow, oh, don't no. have a choice. Oh, Recreation don't have any other 2001 level courses, so that's a dub. <laughs> if you're going to go take an interdisciplinary and call it a day... Why am I taking an interdisciplinary next semester? I think I took It's like inter- environmental something. I took all my... Environmental inter- justice or something. Inter- inter- interdisciplinary. That's Not ghetto. Cashed off. What is that? I hate cheap shit. <laughs> Honestly, I'm scarred. Zai. That's what I'm about to say. I'm scarred from Zai's car playlist. <laughs> it was ghetto. It was ghetto. ghetto as hell. Okay, so now let me unlock this computer. That let's get into. <sighs> let's get into. Let me get this off my chest, okay? Because honestly. Let me just start off with Instagram, right? Because Instagram, now they want to disable likes. Yep, I heard. How do you feel about it? Because on, I just think it's ridiculous. Well, personally, it doesn't bother me because I ain't getting near not a like anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> now I can really post my shit without feeling like nothing. <laughs> now I don't got to worry about how many likes I'm about to acquire. I'm going right. to post and go. But I feel like... People have been saying, oh, like, small businesses are going to suffer and things like that. I so. can see that because I think – because you can't really base a person's um, 
like insights or like analytics based off of how many followers they have right. or how many likes they get based off of how many followers mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. because people smooth have 100k and right. only get like 1000 likes right, so right, that's right. not a great indicator so i think the likes for business and for like people who do like instagram promotions and stuff mm-hmm. If you look at their likes, you can see their their fan base. You can see how low their fan base are. So you right. can use them to you promote your stuff. How, right. You can see how their company is thriving exactly. based on their likes and their comments and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. So. so I think it's a little it's bit. It's stupid. I mean, what is honestly the point? I don't. Just doing stupid shit. And like you, they've been doing. And if you feel some type of way about the likes, then you get off the app. Like, right. I, I mean, it's it. that's right. But I feel like when it comes to like what we just said about small businesses and stuff, I feel like, okay, they might be. Um, on like the Stopping short, somebody's bag. Right, yeah. So I feel like that, yeah, because I feel like definitely if I see like Instagram promotions and stuff or like stores, like little shops and stuff, if it's not a lot of likes, I'm probably going to be like, oh, this is scam. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a lot, I might be like, oh, oh then I'll loyal... click on it and exactly. see and see what it's talking about. And then I'm like, okay. But if it's just like whatever, I kind of just scroll by. So I think it should be an option. Like how you could disable comments, yeah. you could disable the mm-hmm. likes. Even though nobody going to disable their likes, though. So the option wouldn't even be... Nobody would even use the option. Right. But at least if you have the option... At you least I mean? do that instead of just saying, okay, no more likes. Because I want to be able to go onto people's pages and say, oh, let me see how many likes they got. Right, And right. not, and for me, it's not like a like an insecure thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not comparing my likes to their likes. I just want to see how many people are actually following them. Right. Like, that's my thing. Right. So. How many people are actually active on their mm-hmm. page? Like, okay, you might have, like we said, 35K followers. Who knows? You might have bought some of them. Yeah. Let me see how many likes you really got. Right. Now I'm going to know, oh, they really mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So, I feel like it's stupid, but they've been doing stupid stuff for I don't know how long now. <laughs> Mixing up the chronological... Right, that's what I was about to say. Mixing up the order. It ain't chronological order no more. If you're going to switch something up, at least fix the first major problem, right. and which then, is a timeline. And then I think they were trying to get rid of the Discover page, too. I think that's what, what something... Like, no, like the Explore page or something like that. So, it's just like, sit down. Y'all don't know what to do. Yeah, I feel like if you feel some type of way about those apps... And you feel some type of way about likes or if you're comparing yourself to other right. people. Then it's like you could get off the app. There's right. plenty of other apps you could go on to where you don't have to worry about likes. Like I don't know about Visco mm-hmm. or like there's there's not a lot of people on there. Right. Like if you really want to just share pictures and Then just share it. You shouldn't really it. care about how many likes you have if you just want to share your picture and yeah. that's it. Like I understand people's mental health. Like I understand right. that you know, you may feel insecure because somebody else got this more got these many right, likes. But right, if you right. understand that it's unhealthy for you, right. you should take that and just just get off the app. Right. Like, I don't. That might sound insensitive, but no. But I feel like everybody does like want to get the most amount of likes on their picture. Like I just feel like that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you post your picture because you want to post it, but you also don't want five likes after you think it's a fire picture and it's like, well, why nobody else like it? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I still don't understand the point as to what they're yeah. getting rid of it for, though. Because I thought it was one of the highlights of Right. That's what, what Instagram like. is for. Like, that's literally what it's for. You and have to also, post pictures, but to get likes. And also, a great thing about likes is that you get to see, like, oh, what celebrity liked this picture. Right. You like, can you see be celebrities' interested. likes yeah. and stuff. It's like, oh, you're interested in this drink? Right. So. <laughs> so. Right. Oh, Ariana Grande liked the right. ad. Oh, like, well, oh. maybe I need to like it, too, if yeah. she like it. So. Maybe I guess that's the problem. I don't, I don't know. know. Pointless, like we said. 
I think for us it's pointless. Right. Like, but I still don't. What is the point for anybody? Like, what is I the rationale? Just slap a disable button on there. Exactly. Like, that's it. Make, just make it to the point where everybody can disable likes and comments and just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. There's no point in being like, oh, the whole app doesn't have likes now. Then everybody's going to deactivate their account and then it'll be like, oh, we're bringing it back. And it's just going to be a waste of time overall. <laughs> so just put the disable, like we said. and Like Twitter, for example. Everybody going there. Be talking about my whole entire life. Ain't nobody worried about me. Right. Ain't nobody liking and retweeting my stuff, but and, they don't stop me tweeting. And on Twitter, you have the opportunity to, like, private so people can't retweet. Exactly. Or people yeah. can't like. Exactly. Like, you have that and we, opportunity. And they have private on Instagram, but that's just so you can't see their profile, period. It's mm-hmm. not to the point where you can't like and comment, so. Yeah, but if you're also somebody who don't, like, if you feel some type of way about the likes, you can make your thing on private so right. only your friends can see. Exactly. Only people you approve of will like it. Like, it's. Yeah. It's um, not rocket science. I'm just I lost. Know. I don't know. Like we said, it's just stupid. But like, I understand, like, the whole mental health conversation. I can't conversation. deal with this coldness, uh, Yeah, I understand I'm sorry. that. <laughs> I understand the, the mental health conversation, but is that really why they're doing it? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know Some people, it, it, is, it does drive them crazy. It does. Yeah. It does. But Some I'm people thinking, are is that why, why Instagram is actually doing it? I don't know. Like, are they just trying to, like, you know, maybe they're trying to... You know, just like make money off of stuff. So now you got to do this. Now you got to do that. Or you actually are they actually like oh people's mental health? So maybe but, we should get rid of it. Like what is the real reason? Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna lie. I see some people where they're like, well, if I only get three or four likes, I delete it. Well, me too. Why are you I that bothered? Lie. I can't lie. If I put up a picture and it's like I thought that the picture was fire, not a lot of people <laughs> like it. I'm gonna put it in the archive. I might not outright delete it, but I archived it. Don't yeah, care. I guess now, like, if you can't see how many likes there is. Now it's just, many, like, you can post whatever. So I guess it's a positive you and can a see, negative. I feel like you can see your own likes, right? I think that's what it is. You can see your own likes. Oh, but, is that what it is? Yeah, you can see your own likes, but nobody can see how many likes you have. Um, well, then I guess I don't really see the issue. Really? I mean, I guess from I a just business don't standpoint. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, like we said, we don't care. Like, it, it doesn't really affect us at all. But I guess from a business standpoint, it would be like, oh. Yeah, because if I'm a company and I want to look for somebody, right. I want to see how, how many How am I going to know if I don't see any interaction? Like, yes, I'll see comments, I guess, but mm-hmm. I need to see who's liking it. Not yeah. everybody's going to leave a comment. Yeah. So. It is what it is. Listen, for us normal people, we don't give a damn. I still think but a disabled if I run, If nice. I ran a little small business on Instagram, I would care. Yeah. Because also, how am I going to get out there Yeah. if I don't really see you know, if people can't see how I'm thriving, then I'm not going to thrive. So, but since I don't own shit, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking CPR next semester? Sorry. I'm not. Oh, so why did you tell me to take CPR? Because you said you need I'm certified one. already. Well, who, first of all, if you're talking about from high school, that's no. been expired. No, I'm <laughs> certified to be an EMS. Oh, excuse me. And Sorry, that happened like two years ago. Oh, wow. I don't know where. <laughs> Fun fact, I guess. Yeah, I've been certified right. for like two years. <laughs> LOL. Okay, so uh, another thing I want to get off my chest is Miss Summer Walker. And speaking on the, like the topic of mental health, mm-hmm. I know that social anxiety is like a really big thing, um, and it is something very important that should be discussed. And that's not taking anything from Summer, right? Because if you are dealing with social anxiety, right. that is something that Nobody, you are dealing right. with. It is what it is. Yeah. Like you have social anxiety, but. I also feel. I don't as though, know. I feel like it's very hard when you're in the limelight, though. But as an artist, yeah, yeah. I also think besides 
the social anxiety. I just feel like Summer Walker has a bad attitude. She does. Yeah, she I don't does. like her. I she told does. I told Burrell from the jump I don't like her. I was like I don't like her, so I really don't want to listen to her music. She got a couple <laughs> cute bops, but she does seem like she has a bad. I attitude, I feel like she though. has a bad attitude, and also it's, it's not even like she's sincere about the whole entire thing. She no. she just like I have I have social anxiety, and that's that. But no. That's not how you deal with it. And she's been around for a while. So this isn't her first go right. around with a tour. This isn't yeah. her first go around with like You just don't want to do album. work and just say that. You don't like you just don't want to tour and that's fine. Because right. we have artists like Zane who doesn't right. he doesn't tour. Right. He doesn't do meet and greets. Just be vocal about that. Be honest. Like you don't want to do it. And so don't, don't be don't do nasty it. about it when you're when you're talking about it. Like, well, or when, or y'all when really shouldn't be, you know. Up, yeah, when people are bringing it up in discussion and stuff, you shouldn't take no offense to it. If right. you got social anxiety, so just much. say it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And just that is what it is. Like you shouldn't be getting bent out of shape about your fans being upset about you know you're not wanting and to you do just a tour look and stuff. Tacky when you go on these <laughs> interviews and you do these performances and. You show that you don't care about your craft. If that's if that was the case, you might as well should have just remained anonymous and released your music, and that was that. Really. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. If you, yeah. I don't know if the social anxiety developed while she's like getting all this limelight because mm-hmm. of over it, or because of the singles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do think that. You, I don't know if it's also a contract thing that she has to go on tour with this right, album. Right, which or, is probably it. Probably it is probably something is. to that extent. Like, well, you have to make a, you have to do a certain requirement yeah. of go on interviews. You have but to do. It's leaving a bad taste in my mouth but, yeah. for her as an individual because I just I don't like her attitude. Right, the, like it just makes me not like you as an artist. Like you show that you don't care. Right. one about your fans. It's the ones putting the money in your pocket. Two, I don't. I don't know. I just can't. Like, support somebody that doesn't respect their own craft. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to take the time and the effort to put in it, because she didn't put no effort in that album, let's be serious. <laughs> but, uh, T. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't put... Oh, okay. Add it again? Third y'all, loud and clear. Right in my damn ear. This is louder. I know. And they, I know they must cold. be right next to the window. But also, I feel like... Okay, you don't have to be bouncing all around the stage. Like, you don't have to be a Beyonce performer. No. But you can show a little bit of enthusiasm. <laughs> like, don't just, I mean, I don't know. Like, they are kind of like, like slow songs, but it's just like. Like, kind of sort of like Wipe her. that look off your face. Did you see that, the video? Oh, my God. For a second, go around too. I know y'all throats are on fire. It's cold as hell outside. Yep. They're all ugly, too, by the way. <laughs> But all of this is going on. It's the Q's Founders Week. <laughs> well, that's that on that. Oh. I mean, if we're going to talk about somebody that mad. We weren't even talking about them. <laughs> well, they're interrupting, so <laughs> let's talk about somebody that's black. Where's Ty now? Right. So he could stick his head out the window. <laughs> hey, we're trying, we trying to sleep. <laughs> now we're trying to sleep in the video station. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Summer, like, did you see that video of, uh, her and Usher yes, performing? like, and okay, Usher, Usher was is, over here busting right, moves, and but she just... But of course, Usher is a performer, so it's like, should I we really I just wouldn't want to work with her at all, like, if I was another <laughs> artist, I would not work with her, because it's like, 
You don't care. Yeah, the only person that like, can match her energy is Lana Del Rey. Yeah, it just seems like if you're always unenthusiastic okay, about it. Lana. <laughs> Sorry. If you're always unenthusiastic all the time, nobody is going to be motivated to want to work with you. Like, it just gives off a very bad energy. Like, who is going to want to sit in the studio with you if it's just like you, you seem like, like you London don't want to be there? That's why produced her whole entire album. <laughs> I think what is really, like, confusing for people is the duality of her personality. Like, yes, she has social anxiety, so in person... Or like when she's around a group of people, she's mm-hmm. a little bit more reserved. But on Instagram, she's out there. Like yeah, her presence right. and of is course really people loud. People are trying to say, "Oh, that's different." Posting a picture and then being, you know, whatever. No, but I. You're still putting it out there for millions of people to see. I guess because it's not a bunch of people. Right. I guess because she's your by face. herself, but it's still like, you still are interacting with these people, even though they're not right in your presence. I mean, I don't know. Because her personality online is like. As you said, loud. Like, yes. she's all over the place, twerking, mm-hmm. stripping, like, all over London on the track. And right, but saying yet, all types we, of wild things, like she don't shower. Like, it's Right, like, but <laughs> yet when we ask you to come up on this stage and give us a show, <laughs> what's like, the pro- You can't even see half of them folk in the crowd. Just sing. Like, like what is the point? Like, like when she did the... Uh, the the desk interview. Oh yeah, the um, where she was mm-hmm. singing. I was like, it just was very boring, <laughs> very very bland. The whole entire time was, she was performing, she was like rolling her eyes or something. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like there's like I'm pretty sure at them performances there's nobody there but you in the interview. That's what I was about. Why to say. are there you was, doing that? That's, that's irritating. That's like, what I was about to say. That, it was that, her that and the band off. and probably the interviewer. Like that's it. It was the people playing the at music. the tiny desk. There's like a small amount of like fans there. Um, but I, I still, I still was kind of like, close yeah, your eyes. You're in it, into- <laughs> cause nobody has time. Like, because she also did something. For, don't put no damn music out at that point. She also did something for BBC uh, Live Lounge, mm-hmm. BBC Radio, and the Live Lounge is literally just you and the band. Mm-hmm. And even then, still the same energy. Her energy was low, and I just, and at that point, I was kind of like, well, yeah, you just really don't want to be here. Right. You could just give us the albums and just move along. Right. If you don't, don't want your coin, give me the album. If you don't if want your coin, don't go on no it. interview. Don't do no live nothing if you don't want no coin. Then don't do it. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. Like you can't even give us a Good Morning America like inside oh, the set. Definitely not. No, they don't want definitely her. Definitely not. <laughs> You ruined it. Like, nobody's going to want you. Nobody's going to want to book you. You just canceled the whole entire tour. You look stupid. Like, you're a brand new artist, and you go and you cancel your whole entire tour because you have this social anxiety thing. I think there also should be more conversation about social anxiety so we can educate ourselves. Right. I feel like I've been learning about social anxiety in my abnormal psych class, and, like, the best way to get over social anxiety is through exposure treatment. Like, oh, like so putting yourself like out there. putting. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and then like while you're going through it, you have to remind yourself like everybody's not out to attack me. Like nobody is worried about me. Blase, blase, blah. And I get it. It's hard. It's really hard. But at the same time, if you didn't want that for yourself, you shouldn't put yourself in that limelight like at all. Yeah, out of all, like, I understand you like making music, but look at your career. Like, you're in the music industry. Nobody chooses to be as successful, though. Yeah. But at the same time, you were picking up steam, and I think you should have really, like, set those boundaries in the beginning. Like, okay, I don't like touring. My social anxiety is not Right. You should have made that known from the beginning. 
And maybe she did, but it's still, I mean, the fans are still going to be the fans. Yeah, like, here day. I go, excited to see you, excited mm-hmm. to hear the box, but then, at the same time, I have, to, hell. I have to bring my energy down because I can't be too excited because I don't want to freak you out. Like, it's one of Nobody's those things. Nobody's doing that. No one's doing that. People I wanna, are going to be excited at a concert. Like, not everyone will hold you. Or at a meet and greet, which she right. did, and she was like, don't, I don't want to be touched because I'm an empath. But I understand you're an empath, but then don't have meet and greets. Right. Because <coughs> I want to, um, oh, shit. Because if I'm at a meet and greet, I want to hug, like, I want to shake right. your hand, something, right. and I can't even do that. Because at that point, I ain't even meeting you. I, I can watch st- you from the damn screen. Can I even stand that. next to you right. at that point? At that point, I can watch the video. Can I breathe the same air as you? Damn. Like, yeah. I have to set 10 feet apart <laughs> to right. take a picture with you because I don't want to take give my energy off to you. So I'm happy she canceled it. If that's the case, then just yeah. I'm happy you canceled it. Just stick in the studio. I think writing and producing is her lane. Mm-hmm. And I think she's she should stick to that. It's that's less, that's what I was saying. You should have just or features. Right. I don't know her on any features. Like, is she gonna? Let's say if she get nominated for a Grammy, is she gonna show up? No. No. She better not. If her attitude ain't Why better, don't she show up. Her award. Don't show up. <laughs> because was she gonna go up there collect her award and walk off the stage? Because I'm pretty sure she ain't yep. going to give no acceptance. No, like, we already know speech. that. I don't want that. I'm like, that's, so, that's so tacky, especially if it's your, like, I really think <laughs> of it. Like, if that's your brand, of the, like, if that's who you are, you should want to put 100% in it. I don't care, like, how draining it can be, whatever. If that's something that you're passionate about, it should reflect in your work and in yourself, like in your work ethic, yeah. and all over. And the sad so, part is, she had the biggest, one of the biggest releases of this year. So nine times out of ten, she's going to be world. getting nominated. <laughs> nine times out of ten, she's going to be getting nominated, nominated for, for that get album. Nominated, yeah. Uh, so it's it's don't deserve it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I mean, her attitude is really like it's her attitude. It does for me. It's not the social anxiety. Really it's her turn, attitude. Turn it, it does all, turn you off. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Well, that's that. I'm disgusted. Oh, get it together. That's that. Um, also, some fun things just really quickly before we uh, do our final thoughts and get out of here. Lady Gaga says she doesn't remember art pop. I know, and I'm like, girl, what? That hurt my feelings. I mean, I understand why you wouldn't want to remember art pop. You did do a song with R. Kelly. On right. That album. Let's forget that. But, um, but the it, rest of the album, let's it, not forget. It was a great album. It was a right. great body of work. You can't forget <laughs> it. Right. You can't forget. I, I don't know why she would say, say that. My gay heart honestly just dropped and sank. So uh, thank you, Gaga, for uh, the traumatization. What was, um, on, what was on that album? Um, I live for the applause, applause, applause. Yeah, I no, I skipped that Lady Gaga album <gasps> probably. I can't believe it. You know what? I'm not even surprised. I mean, she was a little bit of a nut during that era. So. If was, that if that was the time it. with the meat ho- with the meat costume. Yeah, she really lost me. No, after that, that the no, meat that costume wasn't. that was with um Ale Alejandro, Ale Alejandro. Yeah, like after that, that too, she she lost me when she showed up to the award show with that meat costume. I was like, yeah, Lady Gaga, you're canceled because that creeped me out. <laughs> I live for it. It's fine. The vegans canceled her too. So. <laughs> Because you and them are in the same boat. Uh, Mo- I was about to say Madonna. Madonna's fan is suing her for being late to a concert, which I think is so funny. So the f- Is that why they booed her? Yes. So what had happened was, right, so this fan bought tickets, or, every, well, this, this one individual. So this fan bought tickets, right, to the show. The show was supposed to start at 8 and end, like, around 10, but then the show got pushed back to 10, and it was supposed to end at one. So the person was like, I want my money back. 
Period. And they and the the site that they bought the ticket off of wouldn't give them their money back. So now he is suing Madonna directly, which I'm like, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> For wasted time. Right. How you gonna move it back to the time it was gonna end at? <laughs> Come on, now I had other stuff to do at ten o'clock, and now like, you're going just home. Wanna, right. I'm about to miss Getting the train. The, right. It was in Miami too. So. No, she got booed in Las Vegas. So she's just having a bad tour. Clearly, this is not. I happening. said, I said, I find that hilarious. I said, is that that's what you get for kissing Drake? <laughs> he didn't want without. Madonna has done a lot of stuff. Like she's been openly racist. Apparently, she slept with like a sixteen-year-old. Like it was, I don't like her. It's a bunch of stuff. I don't know what's going Madonna. on? I I just never really cared for her. I don't know. Like I I think I live for more of like the um the. The legendary status. Right, like the Vogue era. I don't know what she's doing now. Um, the album she dropped recently was called Madam X. Uh, um, uh, the only song that I heard, I don't know if that's like the from the recent album, but the one with... Um, Swilly? No. The one with Migos oh. or Quavo or whoever. Yes. I like that one, but that's the only one I heard. Yeah, she has, some, she has some decent songs on there. It's mm-hmm. not a bad album. Yeah. Um, in the slightest. Well, clearly I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a Madonna song from the past decade if you ask me. Past decade, 2009. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. The one she did with Nicki Minaj? Give me all your love and give me. Oh, I don't yeah, know that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that. So, yeah, I really couldn't. That was 2012. Give me all your love and mm. give me it. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was, was, a, that was a cute little bop. That was a cute little pop. And it had pop. MIA on it, too. Mm-hmm. It was a bop. She did her thing. You know, now I don't know about yeah, it, but we know. It's fine. Um, yeah. And also, what else, what other thing did she do this decade? Uh, mm-hmm. She fell off the stage at the Brit Awards. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. She somebody tugged at her cape, and she flew right off the stage. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I said, "Not somebody trying to break her brittle bones." You know, she old as hell. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Madonna, get it together. Now that you being uh, three hours late, I don't know if you, I don't know what it was. You're just at this point, don't even tour. <laughs> like, right. Do a Vegas residency like Cher and Celine Dion, mm-hmm. and call it the night. Yep. What is Cardi right, she doing? Don't need to be going when to is Cardi doing her uh, residency? And Cardi Drake B's doing a residency in Las Vegas. She's supposed to. What? 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 what new album? I don't know. <laughs> I, th- this was like last last semester. She she had mentioned it. She I know she ain't performing "Invasion of Privacy" in the mixtape scraps all throughout the concert. <laughs> I need some new tracks. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> and I think I seen somewhere that Drake was supposed to be doing one too. In Las Vegas. Oh yeah, I think Drake is just mad because people kept booing. <laughs> First booing. of all, well, that, was, that, that was that was before that. Oh, let yeah. me speak on that okay. for one. Cause you missed it. We talked. Oh about y'all it a talked bit. about it already. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, but I just have to say that first of all, it was a whole odd future like concert. Like it was the camp flog or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I would be mad too if I was expecting Frank Ocean and Drake came out. Yes, I was. First I said of all, that. you can see Drake everywhere at this point. When, how often can you see Frank Ocean? Let's and, be serious. And on top of that, like I said earlier, like Drake did not perform any like a nice for what or a headlines right. or. He and at pre- the end of the day, them white folk wanted Frank Ocean, <laughs> and Drake came out on that stage, and he would get a boo from me too. Yeah, because I wanted Frank Ocean. And here That's goes Tyler the Creator talking about, oh, I'm embarrassed for right. my fans, and I wish cancel culture, cancel culture is trash. First off, cancel, cancel Who culture. Who canceled Drake? Nobody after canceled that. him. They cancel booed him. Cancel culture does not exist. That's number one. And mm-hmm. I kindly tweeted under Tyler the Creator's um um outburst. I said, So do you want to talk about the things that could get you canceled right now? Right. Or But no. <laughs> I feel like the people wanted to see Frank Ocean. Yeah, and then and they you got slapped Drake. Drake on the stage. 
That's not what I asked. And for. he could have at least performed this. He performed some views B side. Like I didn't want to hear that. You could have gave me like a crew love, something right. from Take Care, something. But you decided not to. You gave us a, a views B side, right. and you were singing along, cooing and buffooning up so in I there. So I would have been booing too. I wanted Frank Ocean and y'all. Said I said Drake I, I wanted stage. booed. I probably would have thought about it further down the line. Like, listen, I the whole crowd booing. I'm booing too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booing till Frank Ocean come out here. And that's that But then that. I, I said, like, for Frank Ocean coming out to see Tyler, the creator, you, y'all must have been fools. Well, Because he's not coming out of his hole for nothing. Right, but I figured that since it was kind of, well, I don't know if it was, like, a whole uh, future thing or if it was just, like, a Tyler, the creator thing. Like, I don't really know. Don't like, know. the camp, like, Flognaw thing. Is it, like, all uh, future, too? I have no clue. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's mostly, like, Tyler, the creator's thing. And then he has, like, other people come. Which is like, okay, you are, come on now. You're stupid if you really thought that Frank Ocean was yeah. going to come. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe they thought that he would come because of, like, Tyler and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Our future fans wanted Frank Ocean. I don't even know if Tyler Drake. and Drake have a song together. They don't. They don't. They don't. So why are you so there? So why were you there? I mean, like, other people were there, too, like FK Twigs. But that is, like, Tyler, the creator, Speed, yeah. not Drake. FK so why are you there? I'm so scared of her. Oh my goodness. She dropped a new album too. So she had an album to promote. Right, That's why she right. was there. So people but it's like, saw Drake, Drake and was is like, not on that same wavelength huh? at all. <laughs> and Drake, it's the winter time. You don't put nothing out during the winter. <laughs> why were you there? It's just not on the same wavelength at all of the type you of people that would be there and the performers. Yeah, the that people were there. that were there with I was their. I say, did he drop anything this summer? He no, dro- he dropped. Oh, nothing Scorpion. that I cared about. That was last year. That was last mm. year. What did he drop this year? He Maybe dropped some the, little he, singles. He dropped like it. three singles. Oh, money in the bank or money. Money bag. in the grave. Money in the grave. There mm-hmm. you go. Which I don't really care mm-hmm. for. Money in the grave. And That's think, all I know. And he remixed "Girls Need Love," but that, I nothing, hate no quality content to be on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> so he, it was well deserved, if you ask me. Well, Tyler must have thought, "Well, it was Drake. They shouldn't be too mad." Somebody still, somebody still, off, regardless, somebody still had to go out there. First off, yeah, but let's look at that. Let's look at the crowd, okay? We have these short little, uh, these short little ass white people and <laughs> and black people who grew up with white people in a crowd wearing right. their suspenders, striped right. shirts, and sunglasses with the glass po- uh, poked out. Right. That, that was so the crowd. <laughs> like, yes, I white people love Drake too, but not those kinds. No. I don't, I don't so. follow Tyler, the creator, so I don't really know his fan base. I don't pay attention his to fan base are some suburban ass kids with, yep. sus- with suspenders and mm-hmm. uh overalls that's it yeah that's oh, his fan base you just painted derv literally derv <laughs> literally derv <laughs> honestly that's his fan so base. he shouldn't have been there and rich y'all could have slapped anybody <laughs> else on there. rich yeah like a younger rich not 30-year-old Rich that was tainted by the army. <laughs> We're talking about Rich in like right. his teenage years. That's his crowd. That's Tyler the Creator's crowd. I want to ask Rich about his teenage years. He probably I'm can't remember it. <laughs> don't don't make him out to be that old. He is that old, but don't make him out to be that old. <laughs> well, y'all, well, I'm going to tell him you was talking about him. <laughs> I always talk about his age. It's fine. It's fine. But Eli acts more like the pop-up. That's the sad thing. I uh, know. With Eli, the pop-up scent. No. Eli smells like you walk into your grandfather's house. I can't. Like he's like he legit smells like your grandpa pops like I don't know closet. Like <laughs> <laughs> the pop pop that don't care what come out his mouth either. Mm-hmm. Hunchback too. <laughs> <laughs> Move slow just like that. Mm-hmm. One thing's just his way. 
I'll never forget he was doing this project and he was asking me to take pictures for him. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 like this. And I'm like, okay, quick. That's all, at this point, all Eli needs to do <laughs> is lose his teeth. And then he's done. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's it for let me get this off my chest. As far as final thoughts go, um, eat your bananas. Potassium is very important. Because Devin been cramping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Well, stock up. Cramping. Stock up. You better go in the calf and snatch them. Go in the calf? Yeah. Snatch them. They be sitting right there with the apples. Excuse me. Let me just take a couple. Let me just take a couple bananas. I ain't paying for them. I ain't paying no ten dollars just for a nana and an apple. Go to breakfast. (laughs) I wouldn't be doing that neither. Go to breakfast and get them. I would just say that breakfast, to, that breakfast is more enjoyable. Now you want me to wake up. Right. To hey get man. a banana and an apple. <laughs> you be up anyway. Yeah, you want me to wake up amongst these freshmen and go scrounge up an apple and banana. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Maybe you'll n- have a good person that swipe in. That'll be like, just go ahead. I'm dead ass about to like take one of my residents' ID cards <laughs> and just swipe myself yep. in. Yep. They can't really tell the difference. It's all yes, black. You right. She is changing her meal plan to the freshman meal plan. You can't. Is that an option? Yes, it is. You can change your meal plan to whatever you want it to be as long as you're in the. You're like, but in I didn't the know right you could grade. have it like for the freshman though. Yeah, then you, you would have been have coughing it. up your coin for the freshman. Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> The unlimited amount of swipes and the two hundred dollars for what, on campus. That two hundred dollars now though, be serious. <laughs> that would be going by the end of the week. Devin got like a hundred dollars left <laughs> out of the fifteen hundred. Tragic, tragic. He, s- he said no like two hundred. No off campus. I said, how do you how do you not have off campus dollars? And I go eat out off campus way more. Than I have you. no clue what happened. <laughs> Let me pull up my app. I don't know if I was. Tw- can you see your transactions? Yes, you can see your transactions. Okay, I'm gonna need to check that out because I don't know 